This week's top stories. New York's new problem. What to do with a billion-dollar weed mountain? Illinois lawmakers form new cannabis working group to boost industry growth and equity focus. Congressman challenges Biden administration officials to provide evidence for positions on cannabis scheduling. GOP-led medical cannabis bill gets green light in North Carolina Senate. And New York State doubles number of retail weed licenses to 300. Hi there, and welcome along to this week's edition of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Quick reminder, if you haven't yet, please do us a favor, click the follow button in whichever podcast app you're listening to this in. Now let's get into those stories. New York, new problem. What to do with a billion dollar weed mountain. The Guardian reports that cannabis farms are booming upstate, but red tape is frustrating newly legal shops in the city, resulting in a very big stash of cannabis. The publication highlights that legalization in New York has set off a cultivation boom that produced 300,000 pounds of cannabis in its first harvest. However, so far, New York has licensed far more farms than dispensaries, creating a glut of unsold product. This will likely be processed for its active ingredient or sold to edible product producers, writes The Guardian. Illinois lawmakers form new cannabis working group to boost industry growth and equity focus. Marijuana Moment reports that a cannabis working group has been formed in Illinois that is aiming to direct the industry's expansion in a business-friendly way while still satisfying the equity goals of the landmark 2019 legalization law. According to the publication, the working group's main priority is to ensure early investors in the industry are successful, part of which will be addressing the disproportionate impact the war on drugs had on communities of color. State policy will also be developed to become more accommodating to the industry from a business perspective. Representative LaShawn Ford, a Democrat from Chicago who will be leading the group, told the publication, We have to make sure that we legislate with the industry because they're the investors. If we can empower the businesses, it's going to mean more revenue and we're going to realize what we intended for the cannabis legalization law to do. And that is increase employment, develop communities, reduce crime in the state. Congressman challenges Biden administration officials to provide evidence for positions on cannabis scheduling. Marijuana Moment reports that Representative Earl Blumenauer is circulating a sign-on letter challenging Biden administration officials who are currently engaged in a review of cannabis's scheduling status under the Federal Controlled Substances Act to provide clear and compelling reasons for whatever decisions they reach. The letter urges the administration to deschedule cannabis and to treat it more like other legal, regulated substances. The letter reads, To ensure accountability in your conclusions, which has been absent in so much of the history of federal marijuana regulation, transparency is key. We urge you to make available for public review and comment any evidence cited to demonstrate marijuana is more prone to drug abuse than descheduled substances already regulated at the state level. GOP-led medical cannabis bill gets green light in North Carolina Senate. 
Benzinga reports that a measure to legalize medical cannabis in North Carolina was granted initial approval on Tuesday by the members of the state Senate in a 36-10 vote. State Bill 3 from Senator Bill Rabin is now pending third reading passage on Wednesday before going before House members. The publication notes that while hopes are high that the legislation will legalize medical cannabis, Rayburn made it clear that recreational cannabis use will remain off-limits. Rayburn stated, The purpose of the bill is to allow for tightly regulated use of medical cannabis only by those with debilitating illnesses. The recreational sale or use of marijuana remains, under this legislation, illegal. New York State doubles the number of retail weed licenses to 300. Bloomberg reports that the New York's Cannabis Control Board will increase the number of licenses under its application process to 300 from 150 after receiving 900 applications for the first spots. The additional licensees will be selected from the existing pool, Control Board Executive Director Chris Alexander said. New York is restricting its initial retail licenses to people who were incarcerated on cannabis charges or who have a family member who's been adversely affected by cannabis enforcement. And now briefly in other news. Dodgy science, poor access and high prices, the parallel medical world of medicinal marijuana in America. After nearly three decades of medical cannabis use in California, patients are still facing a confusing patchwork of rules. New data showing that entrepreneurs in indigenous communities are significantly underrepresented within Canada's cultivation and retail cannabis industry. Virginia's adult-use cannabis market stalled indefinitely. The projected start date for Virginia's legal adult-use cannabis sales of January 1, 2024 has been effectively scrapped and it's unclear when or if recreational sales will begin. The most recent public accounts which detail Canada's expenses and revenues show the federal government received revenue from the cannabis levy worth $160.2 million Canadian dollars in the 21-22 financial year, bringing total duty since 2018 to a minimum 1.2 billion Canadian dollars. Tetra Biopharma Inc. has confirmed it will not be in a position to file its audited annual financial statements for the year ended November 30th, 2022. The related management's discussion and analysis and related CEO and CFO certificates before the required deadline of February 28th, 2023. Consternation in New York over social equity loan uncertainty, a $200 million fund announced nearly a year ago, which has thus far failed to live up to expectations, is still causing headaches for the very demographic of entrepreneurs that it's supposed to help. Many federal and state-level bills and legislations are still expected to be filed and reintroduced in 2023 to bring substantial reforms to the current cannabis-related laws in the U.S., Questions surrounding the interpretation of Canada's Cannabis Act were discussed in a recent Business of Cannabis webinar titled Technology, Privacy and Regulation in an Evolving Industry, chaired by Ashley Keenan and sponsored by Canadian law firm Talkin Mains LLP. In its discussion, the panellists reflected on the industry's progress since the Act's enactment, reviewing the goals and purpose of the legislation. And now, Europe's headlines. Business Can reports that an Italian court has overturned an absurdly restrictive decree which means 
hemp leaves and flowers have been considered narcotics in the eyes of regulators. Business Can reports that last July, five members of the European Parliament from different political groups and different EU member states came together to create an interest group of MEPs who support human rights-based policies related to personal use of cannabis. Business Can reports that use of data which suggests 10 people have died from CBD use has been criticised by senior industry figures. Chronic pain patient Grace says marginalised growers, including those who identify as LGBTQ+, are facing exclusion from both the legacy and legal cannabis communities and have more to lose by speaking out, reports Cannabis Health. New reforms could see Israeli medical cannabis patient numbers double, according to Business Can. Study shows CBD is effective at reducing stress in dogs, reports Cannabis Health. European Cannabis Stocks Review from Business Can. Northern Leaf seeks funding for IPO. MGC reports strongest half-year to date and more from Jazz Pharmaceuticals. And position your brand in front of a European cannabis industry audience. Cannabis Europa, returning on the 2nd to the 3rd of May this year at the Barbican Centre in London. More on that in a second. Cannabis Events. As I just mentioned, Cannabis Europa London takes place on the 2nd and 3rd of May. You can join policymakers, entrepreneurs, innovators and investors to shape the future of the maturing European cannabis industry. And a market that's said to be worth £3.2 billion by 2025. The agenda is now live on the Cannabis Europa website. You can check it out in the show notes. By the way, we'll once again be holding a boutique industry exhibition showcasing up to 50 leading businesses providing an even stronger platform for networking and business development, enabling business growth in Europe and beyond. If you're interested in exhibiting with us, check out the sponsorship page on our website, cannabis-europa.com. The link in the show notes. Business of Cannabis New York will once again bring together the most influential businesses, financial institutions and policymakers from across the sector for a packed one-day program, providing best-in-class networking opportunities with key industry figures, sought-after insights and a trusted knowledge hub for the New York cannabis industry. Grab your tickets today and join us on October the 4th in New York. The link's in the show notes. That's it for another episode of the Business of Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Whatever you've heard in this episode, you'll find more details of it on our website, businessofcannabis.com. If you're listening to this via Apple Podcasts, please do click the button in the top right of the playing screen to follow the show. It really helps new people to find us. I'll be back next week with another episode of Business of Cannabis Weekly. <laughs>